you are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode 10. Hello, hello, happy Friday. How are you? What is going on? Tell me everything. How's your week? I am I'm doing pretty good. I um a big part of me returning to work is getting my baby on a schedule so I can have some predictability so I can start coaching estheticians again and working more one-on-one with my acne clients until I reopen in, I'm hoping the fall in um, the Bay Area. So her schedule is going pretty good, which is making me really excited. And I took on one client. I know I didn't advertise that I was taking a client on. I just took one client on to make sure I could do it with my current schedule and it's working, which is very exciting. So more, more to come about if you want to work with me in the future, but, um, enough about that. Let's talk about today's episode. Today's episode is going to be about your ideal client. And in last week's episode, episode nine, so if you missed it, you can go back and listen to, I talked about how I did Groupon when I first opened my business and how it was a big fail. And then I mentioned that once I figured out my ideal client, it really helped with attracting and getting more clients. And I'd asked if anyone was interested in that. And I actually got a few messages saying that people were interested in hearing about it. So that is what we're going to talk about today. But before we do, a quick word from our sponsor. Okay, so what do I mean when I say ideal client? If you honestly look at any any kind of business education, whether that's a book or a podcast or videos or honestly anything, courses, they all are going to be talking about your ideal customer, your ideal customer avatar, your ideal client. It's all basically the same thing, just said in different ways. It basically is, is every really successful business is marketing to one person. Sometimes a business is really huge. Maybe they have a couple ideal clients, but It really is a person that they market to to make their brand very strong. Um, And of course, multiple people that aren't that ideal client will still be attracted to the brand and still want to, you know, work with that, be a customer or client. But the marketing goes towards that one person. So what does that mean as an esthetician, as an acne specialist? I learned about this around the same time my Groupon <laughs> disaster was falling apart. And um, what I learned about was, you know, pick a client that you currently have that you absolutely love, and then that's who you're going to market to. So I did. I picked a client I currently loved. However, I didn't have a ton of acting clients at the time. I had mostly facial clients because that was what I was doing previously. And I was like, well, I'm just going to pick one of my favorite facial clients, and that's who I was going to market to. And ironically enough, as time went on, that person that I picked really wasn't my ideal client for acne because that person didn't have acne, so their their desires and problems weren't the same. But it was fine because it gave me a starting point, and I slowly evolved into a better ideal client for me as I figured out what I actually was looking for. Your ideal client can honestly be whoever you want. It can be a mom in her 30s that's a working professional that's always had acne and is just over it. It can be 
a 20-something that never has had acne before, and this is a completely new experience for them, and they're kind of overwhelmed and shocked by it all. It can be a teenage girl. It can be a teenage boy athlete. It can be a teenage girl gymnast. It can be really whatever kind of population you want to serve and work with. And it really doesn't matter as long as you get clear on who that person is because I said before you can change it. So if you start marketing towards like I originally marketed it towards like a 30 something year old woman and I ended up changing it to a 20 something year old woman because it really was more in line with what I was doing. Um, and that's fine. You can totally change it as you, as you grow in your business. But you really like if you decide you're marketing towards teenagers, you want to picture that teenager in your mind. You know, if you're marketing towards teenage boys, you know, they're 17 years old, they have severely inflamed acne, they play football and lacrosse, they, you know, eat a ton of dairy and, and drink a ton of, you know, protein shakes. They, um, you know, their mom really wants them to have clear skin. They do too, but they, they are kind of thinking they want to go on Accutane. So you really have this person in, in your mind, what they look like, what their what their you know own personal desires are. They want to go to college or they want to be um, you know, a professional athlete or you know, whatever it is. You really want to try to get a picture of that person in your eyes. Once you have that person in your eyes, that is who you are speaking to on social media. That is who your website is written to. That is who your stories are and your posts are for and about. So if you're marketing to teenage boys, you want to be posting things about playing sports and not wanting to wash your face and not having time and hating the way lotion feels on your face. And, you know, really anything teenage boys that you have had as clients complain about and talk to you about all the time. You, they love their protein shakes. Like, this is a great protein shake replacement that my clients love. This is a great this, you know, so you're really marketing to that teenage boy so that it, if they go to your Instagram, they go to your Facebook, it really speaks to them and what they are struggling with, what they like, what they find to be interesting. You know, if you're marketing towards a 30 something year old woman, a teenage boy is not going to find that set that as interesting and vice versa. If you have a 30 something year old woman, she's not going to be super interested in a page about except for teenagers, right? And so you you want to really choose one and that's the one that you want to spend all your time and energy in that world talking to. If this is a new idea to you, I can hear you right now. And you're like, no, 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 Brittany, that's not going to work. I can tell you why, because I have 30-something-year-old clients. I have 20-something-year-old clients. I have teenager clients. I have clients that are students. I have clients that have really big, successful busy careers. I have, you know, single moms. I have, you know, mom of seven kids. I have, you know, a, someone, a, you know, young 20 year old that is in college still. So how can I choose a person? Just choose one. And I'm not saying you aren't going to get teenager. If you choose a 20 something, you're not going to still get a teenagers or still get 30s and 40 year olds. In my, in my um, business in San Diego, I had 50-year-old clients with acne, and I had teenager clients with acne. I targeted women in their 20s, but I had women and people of all ages and all backgrounds, and that was great. It was awesome. I loved, I loved having a diverse clientele, but my post really went towards that woman in her 20s. That is who I spoke to. That is who I, you know, my branding was for. Everything was for her. 
And I definitely had male clients. I definitely had teenager clients. I definitely had older clients. Um, but the majority of my clients, the majority of my clients in my acne program in my boring skin club, if you go and look on my BLH beauty web, um, website and Instagram, they all are about the same age. <laughs> and of course there's the outliers, um, but they're all about the same age. And that was very intentional. I also know what you're thinking. Brittany, if I just target teenagers, then my 30 something year old clients won't want to come anymore because they'll think it's for teenagers only. That's not true. <laughs> um, that's not how it works. I know you're, I know you're telling me that your brain is, does not believe me because you want to make money and money doesn't make sense. If you're gonna make money if you're not trying to target to anyone who has acne, right? I mean, anyone who has acne, you can help, which is hundred percent true. So why wouldn't you target to all of them? It is this crazy world of brains and how it works, but it works. I, I can't tell you exactly how it works, but I've probably taught 10 people this and every person I've taught this that hasn't like actually done it are like, okay, you're so right. As soon as I targeted one person and went after that person really strongly, my business exploded. Um, it's the, my esthetician friends and, and clients that were like, oh, had one foot in one person and one foot in with the other person that really hasn't seen that same expansion and that same business boom. So it's counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint, um, but it 100% works. I remember when I first wanted to specialize in acne. I feel like I've told a version of the story a thousand times. So if you've already heard it, I'm sorry. Um, but I remember telling one of my really good friends in San Diego, I'm going to specialize in acne and I'm going to charge this amount of money and you have to use these products and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, no one's ever going to do that, Brittany. Like people want to go in for relaxing treatment. People want to feel pampered and get massage. Like people don't want to just go in for peel and extractions. That sounds terrible. Well, this girl, my beautiful, wonderful friend, she never had acne. It wasn't something that she ever would have paid for anyways. Acne is not a concern for her. So she wasn't my ideal client. But my ideal client, guess who happily paid for all of her services? She figured out a way to pay for all of her product, all of her services, because she was sick and tired of her acne, and she was going to do whatever it took to get rid of it. Um, and I remember the time kind of panicking, like, oh, no, like, what if – no, you know, I don't have any clients and I'm, I'm shooting myself in the foot because I'm not, I'm not advertising for facials. I still did facials up until I closed um, my San Diego location. I won't be doing them in the new location because I'm overdoing facials, but it's like, what if I don't advertise for facials? Then, you know, what if I, I'm not going to make any money? And the opposite is true. Once I got really clear on acne and who I was serving as acne, I, I, I could not, have enough openings in my, in my day for all these clients. It took time, you know, of course you have to be consistent, but once the ball started rolling, it was on fire. I want to add one more thing to this idea, which is, you know, you're doing it right. Is if your clients say, I have a friend I referred to you because she's perfect for your program. She, she will follow your instructions. She will do this. She will do that. She will do this or he or, you know, whoever your person is. 
because I, you also will hear, you know, my friend wants to do your program, but I know she won't give up dairy. She won't do this. She won't do that. So I told her it's not going to work for her. I, that was music to my ears. My own clients knew who my people were, right? They knew who they were and that they were my people. And so then they would know from their friends, like, yeah, Jenny, she's totally not going to do it, but Carrie, Carrie's going to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to convince Carrie to go see Brittany. And that was music to my ears because she said, Jenny, Jenny's going to sh not show up late. Jenny's not going to do this. Jenny's not going to do that. So I'm not going to even waste Jenny's time or Brittany's time because it's not going to be a good fit. That is when you know you got it right. It may take you a while to get it right. Just, just know that. It's just one of those things that you just keep trying and you're like, oh, this is not, this, this isn't quite working. And you just keep trying. You keep figuring it out. You keep fine tuning it and it will click for you. I promise you it works. That's it. That is today's episode. I so appreciate the few of you that reached out to me and said that you wanted to hear this. I love that. More things you want to hear more about or you want me to expand an idea, let me know. You can DM me on my Instagram or email me at info at blhpd.com. I am all ears. Also, if you have a question, you can record it or leave it for an actual question and answer. I'm going to do another one of those pretty soon. Um, I am so grateful that you've listened. Please like and subscribe if you do like my podcast. Tell your esthetician friends, especially if they specialize in acne. I really have loved doing this podcast. It feels like you guys are liking it too, and I really love that. It makes my heart so happy. Um, and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Have a fantastic week.